the fact that you said that your parents always got notes <laughs> on your report cards about how much you talked. Yeah. And when I was, <laughs> when I was little, <laughs> I guess I was, I guess, yeah, I was a very quiet child. I was very shy and quiet. We know this. <laughs> so in first grade, when my very mean teacher told my parents like she was very unhappy because I was talking so much during class they were like <gasps> they were like you shut your mouth <laughs> she was not explaining your dad's expecting. just like lighting up <laughs> they were not expecting that reaction so they were like oh we'll talk to her <laughs> they're like shut up what does she talk about yeah, they're like oh my god what, what is, is she, she saying, saying? <laughs> oh no it's happened we're back we're back <laughs> never far. never went anywhere no like it's been gone no i think we would have been friends yeah um no it would have been the funniest looking dynamic it would have been straight out of a show because you would have been this tiny little abby yep and then me towering over you because i had a very early growth spurt great i wish if i was gonna be this short that i could have at least gotten the satisfaction to be taller than everybody at one point in my life but the sick joke here was that never happened you're tall in personality oh i am because that's what it would have been is you would have been funny enough a and b you would have been the alpha i would have been the beta <laughs> i would have just been your background backup girl like yeah yeah and to be honest that's how little abby liked it <laughs> That's how she liked it. It was just her world. We were fortunate enough to be living in it. Um, get out of her way. Or she'll strike. I have created strikes in the fifth grade. I did. Because um, I was not about the cave that we were about to go climb in. I heard the word spiders and I was like, absolutely not. I was like, ladies, do we like this? Do we like this? I was like, and if we don't, I have an idea. And I would have been right beside you passing out flyers. I would have like, here's said, your sign. Oddly enough, SpongeBob is what motivated me to start that strike. Because that's what we were chanting when SpongeBob and Squidward go on a strike. They were going on a strike. Yeah. I took down a grown man. Like, I shattered his confidence that day. Because, spoiler alert, we did not go in the cave. And he was fucking pissed at me. Like, I came to school Monday, had a great weekend. Was like, oh, God, you know, love the rest. And I was so happy to be back. My teacher was back. And, and it was her husband that was the one I led the strike on. And she was like, because she wasn't on the field trip. She was like, I heard some of you weren't good. And I was looking around. And I was like, yeah. Nobody knows how to act on a field trip. I was like, wild. And she's staring at me. And I was like, is she, what? It's such a shame when one person has to bring down everyone else's fun. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And I was You're like, I like was like, is everybody listening? Folded hands on the desk. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't agree more. Um, Cause I was also a teacher's pet. <laughs> Do you want to know another comment that I got on a different? What? <laughs> Report card. What is it? This one makes me uncomfortable. What <laughs> it is makes it? me embarrassed. Um, my second grade teacher told my parents that I need to stop hugging her so much. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> it's because I had just come from Miss Miller in the first grade and she was evil and so mean. So you were just so happy. Miss <laughs> Daly was so nice. I was like, I love you. You're so. <laughs> I didn't know this was possible. <laughs> So just every time she was there, I was like hugging her and I was like, thank you for being you. <laughs> you were like, I'm so fucking happy to be here, man. I hated it there. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> I'm like, please tell your daughter to stop hugging me. It's I'm, not appropriate. I'm literally trying to teach a lesson. She got up during the lesson and hugged me. <laughs> It was so fucking embarrassing. She was just hugging my leg the whole time we were reading the story. <laughs> like, oh my God, do you guys not hug her? Just I just love hugs. I always have. She's a fucking hugger. What can I she am. say? And that's good. You live in a house yeah. with a lot of affection. Yeah. I take it personally <clears throat> when I get a get denied a hug. <laughs> I know it's personal comfort, but I'm like but you've never had one of my hugs. <laughs> You're like, but my arms are open. So Brie loves to hug. I do. And I think we would have been friends. In conclusion, I, I, I think too. we would have been friends. Yeah, we would have been a terror. Your parents would have not liked me. A lot of my friends' parents thought I was trouble. 
Because they were like, God, she's just always in something, huh? And I was like, oh my that God. That little one's always up to something. They were something. like, why can't she just relax? And I was like, I don't know, Miss Miller. I don't know. <laughs> I think you all would have been my friend too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will everybody comment if they think they would have been our friend? Would you have absolutely hated us as friends or would you want to be and part of And if you it? want more stories to give a better idea of what we were both like as children, <laughs> just let us know. Yeah. We got plenty. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking crazy. But anyways, <laughs> welcome. Surprise. It's season two. <laughs> oh, it's our season two. <laughs> we didn't even tell you that season one was over. Because <laughs> we just kind of decided. <laughs> um, yeah. Keep up for big life changes with that. With Bray and I. <laughs> right. Again, if you ever want to know any of this important information, subscribe you have to follow us you literally have to follow us yeah we will not stay on the schedule that's one of my goals for this year and for the new season is uh reliability and um you know maybe just some consistency we're gonna do that let's but, tell them who we are first yeah who are you i'm Bree. i'm abby and we're your Renfe roommates. <laughs> Season two. We made it, guys. Woo! First lease is up. Second lease starting now. <laughs> well, yeah. We don't even have a lease this year. That's a fact. That's actually a true statement. I wonder if we should say that. <laughs> Nobody do anything with that info. Yeah. Yeah. You're a bad roommate because you're going to get evicted too then. Anyway, <laughs> season two. Big things coming. Yeah, don't know what they are yet. That's why. <laughs> That's why you have to follow us. That's why there was no big announcement. This is really just just the same as like a new year where we're like, we're deciding this gives us the right to do some new stuff and, and feel like now. we're starting good. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome. Uh, join us for the ride. We don't know where it's going either. <laughs> but thanks yeah. for coming. <laughs> but if you want to stay on that ride, follow yeah. us. Yeah. Rent free roommates everywhere. Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, not on Twitter. Yeah, not on Twitter. It's um, I'll always forget. Brie, rent free roomies, mm-hmm. and I'll forget by next episode. So re- believe that. <laughs> but if you ever want to send us an email too about anything, really, yeah, your life, yeah, big changes, big changes, good or bad, anything you're stressed about want advice, Mm -hmm. have a question, or just want to tell us this ridiculous thing that happened to you, I want to hear it. (laughs) And tell me about your childhood. Yeah, what were your report cards? Yeah, what were you like? (laughs) What did the teachers say about you in uh, parent-teacher conferences? (laughs) And do you think you'd be friends with Bri and I? That's your homework. Yeah. Email us at runfreeroommates at (laughs) gmail.com. You don't, you don't have to send that in, but we'd appreciate it. But email us about anything. And give us our report card. Rent, or rent. <laughs> don't rent us. <laughs> we're not for sale. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, please. <laughs> Let us know how we're doing. Give us our report card. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do I talk too much? Do you want 20 like me? Because that was a literal comment the teacher gave me. She did. She did. <laughs> And that was a big ego booster. I do like those. Um, another one of my favorite, <laughs> another one of my favorite comments I ever got. My, my mom ever got in a parent teacher conference. This was in high school. One of my teachers said I could I could fart on a paper and she would give me an A. <laughs> I fucking love teachers. <laughs> I do. We had I had some good ones, mm-hmm. and God bless them for putting up with me. I was like a lot. God bless teachers for putting up with everything. Yeah. And for still doing what they do. Pretty much. I have so much respect and support for the teachers that are leaving currently because you're also putting yourself first and you deserve to. But I also I have the equal amount of support and respect for teachers that are sticking with it and that are getting into it. Yeah. Like newly still trying to do that and want to put up with that BS. This <laughs> is going to be a, a great generation, though, of teachers. I will oh, say that. yeah. But I feel like I'll just go on a tangent. Yeah, same. <laughs> Um, we'll go on a tangent about some other stuff. We do have some, some cool things to talk about. Um, I'm excited for this episode. I, I don't know it's a gonna damn be, thing. Yeah, it's going to be a good first episode for season two. So thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you to those who are letting us talk about your stories. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into it. I'm It does, it does, it does, it does. So I'll, like...
<laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. But I do think if I met him, mm-hmm. saw him, he'd meet me. Mm-hmm. Smile. Uh, <laughs> I think he would be like, what are you doing later? And I would say, I don't know, Skeetal Rich. What are we doing later? And I think I could pull him. You say his name so fast that it keeps sounding like something different. Skeet Ulrich. But the first time it sounded like Skittle Rich. <laughs> That's like, his stage name. Skittle Rich. <laughs> That's his stage name. Pickle Rick and Skeetle Rich. Oh, I kind of hate it. Oh, yeah. The second time it sounded like Skeetle. <laughs> Skeetle Rich. No, Skeet Ulrich. He's, and like, what kind of name is Skeet? But I don't care. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. That's and then old rich it's like god why is not one thing about your name fucking normal <laughs> he sounds like a trashy music artist doesn't he i'm skittle rich ew sounds problematic i don't it want that like you have a lot of skittles <laughs> ew. i'm sorry but then i think of that like weird skittles commercial where she like ate that skittles thing off that guy ew yeah right right and then she's like is it contagious I don't think so. And then she's got it. And it's like, why did that unlock a fear I didn't know I had? Who was on staff (sighs) in that era of Skittles commercials? There were some fucked up Skittles commercials. They were weird for a while. Weird. They were weird for a while. (laughs) The singing rabbit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so weird. He bites him. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Ew. Stop. It was really weird. Okay, I'm sorry I even brought it up. Stop. <laughs> now I'm scared. So I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, I'll make you feel better. Tell me. We have a positive thing this oh. time. We have a little celebration. Celebrate. We always tell you guys we want... Celebrate. <laughs> Brie, please play that in the episode. Just kidding. We probably don't have the rights and we yeah. can't afford it. So You could sing it though for yeah. two seconds. Everybody just know it's there. <laughs> But we're always telling you, we want the good, the bad, and the ugly, but that includes the good. Like, if you yeah. have just, like, a little thing you want to tell good. us, we want to celebrate that with you. We have somebody that shared with us this little victory that I'm so happy. She says, I bought three dresses today, and they all fit. She said, my low weight usually means even the smallest XXS clothes usually don't fit right. I either cry in the changing room or I cry when I get home. It's disheartening to never find clothes that fit. Girl, don't we know it? (laughs) Yeah. But today I got three summer dresses and they all fit. It's a small, minimal thing, but it means so much to me and I just wanted to share. Have a good day. Okay. I love that. Yes. I fucking love that. Yeah. It feels so good. It and does. I also am a victim of the dressing room. Me too. It is a horrible place to be because I don't know what it is about dressing rooms, but like they make you look 10 times worse, it feels like sometimes. I have the opposite issue where I'll look great in a fitting room mirror and then I get home and try it on. I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Oh my God. This does not fit. I look awful. What kind of freaky magic mirrors do they have in these fitting rooms? It, but then also, yeah, sometimes it's like, I want to cry. But I'm really happy for her because, it, like, honestly, clothes shopping has never been an enjoyable experience for me because honestly. I am so short and people really don't cater their clothes to short people. And then add in the fact that I am a curvier woman, like I have... I have breasts, I have a butt, I have, like, legs and stuff like that. So there's really nothing for me because they expect somebody to be, who's that short to be a child sometimes or like be yeah. this big like a literal stick right. so they never catered to women who looked like me no so I hated shopping because yeah. it was never fun for me I just got to fit in clothes that were like too large for me or like couldn't find bras in my size it was ridiculous yeah no I'm so happy for you and we've talked before on this podcast about just body issues and everything with body positivity that Mm -hmm. it's for everyone. Like it's not just for plus size people like me. It is for everyone because you and I have a lot of the same gripes with buying clothes, Mm -hmm. but for very different reasons. They're just like, it's the same, it's the same problem in different ways. Yeah. And so Um, is hers. Yeah. And so we absolutely know how great it feels when you actually, like, you just light up when you find something that actually fits you. Yeah. Because it feels so good to have something fit you right from the store 
that you don't have to like go alter or spend more mm-hmm. money on to fit you right because clothes have this ability to make you feel amazing mm-hmm. or make you feel like absolute shit of course and more frequently it's absolute shit mm-hmm. unless you fall somewhere in the middle which so few people do but that is like what people what big stores target like department stores and stuff like that too make so many clothes for like the middle of the bell curve yeah but there's that's not actually it's like the opposite and there's so many more outliers and yeah. there's never enough clothes never or they just make really fucking ugly shit that really <laughs> ugly or it's super expensive like i what before i had my breast reduction I used to have to specially order like bathing suits and bras and everything. Oh, yeah. And like I could only get like one bathing suit a summer because mine were so expensive. Like I'm talking, I think I spent upwards of like $100 for one because I had to special order it from a site because nothing out would like fit me in the actual like market. Yeah. Because they didn't cater to my size. No. And so I would spend so much money and it was just never fun for me. Like I never got to go to the mall and be like that. I know. So it's such a win for her to, cause like now that like I am a little bit smaller in the chest, I, it is a really rewarding experience. And now mm-hmm. that like I can say a lot more people do cater to shorter people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it feels better. And I, I totally get the feeling of euphoria and then feeling pretty too. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing to know that you have options and you don't have to settle. And it's just, it, it feels so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you remember my breakdown when I was first working for... Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shall not be named. Because mm-hmm. I had to get, like, super businessy professional yes. clothes. It was so just... I, I felt like an alien. Like, I felt like there was nothing for me... It, even more so than how I normally feel, how there's yeah. nothing for me. It also just like, it was not me. I felt like I was, I had to be a different person and it was, it was so dehumanizing. And they like, didn't want that person to exist though. Like yeah. the clothing market. So. I, yeah. I was like, I can't, I, how can I not be me and still professional? Mm-hmm. I'm not an unprofessional person, but I, I want to have some personality when yeah. I'm fucking dressing for work if I'm going to be spending that many hours in those clothes. And I really hate that too. Oh my God. It was, I had, I didn't have a breakdown like that since like middle school. Like mm-hmm. it was, it took me back to a dark place. It's a horrible place to be. And Ugh. that's what like, that's what we're saying. The effect that clothes can have on you. Yeah. So I can only imagine what it must have felt like to... You know, put on that dress, see that it hits like the good places on your body and that you don't have to just settle. Yeah. It's good. And And I hope like it's hiding the right places. It's that it's it's showing off the right places and that you just like you feel like you like you Mm -hmm. finally feel like you can show to the world as you're walking around in this outfit. Yeah. Who you are. You're like walking taller and straighter Mm -hmm. and just like happier. Oh, it's such a good feeling. I'm so happy for you. I am too. And I hope that you made note of the brand that yeah. you were able to find these dresses. Because hopefully they cater to more to more uh, clothes in your size. Mm-hmm. But that's also the, the like important thing too is just that there needs to be more clothing for heavier set people. There needs to be more clothing for people who are a lot tinier. Because like they yeah. could have a condition that prevents them. They could be recovering from something. You don't know. That's right. not really your business. The point is, is that there needs to be like visibility for that right why are we excluding anybody exactly like people need clothes right he's catered you want business help them make it like it's less material anyway i guess i'm on a rant because i don't really know like how much it could cost but i'm like <laughs> okay but like the markup is is insane yeah but the like industry. the fact that like we're excluding people and then like a potential customer who could be it's just an interesting well and if we want to talk about like sustainability and stuff like that they like i said they make so much extra clothes that then end up going into clearance and then thrift stores and then just like landfills and shit like it's just it's it's ridiculous the amount of extra clothes you have because you're not catering to the actual majority Mm -hmm. and because like i mean if we want to get into sizing the like a, a size 16 i'm pretty sure size 16 18 that is like the majority that is the median for size like at least in america that is where most people fit Hmm. that is what's if you want to call anything normal that's quote unquote normal and what the majority is Uh, but in that 16 18 is considered plus size yeah but you know what then 
we're about to sound so crazy. So I'm like, but then why would they cater to everybody when they could leave people out and make it more exclusive? Duh, we're breaking it down. Yeah, I mean, it's like, was it Abercrombie that got in huge trouble back in the day for that where they literally even said, they came out and said they didn't want plus size people in their clothes. Ugh. That's why I they mean, didn't it make wouldn't those be clothes. shocking. It wouldn't be shocking if that is something because I mean that's definitely the vibe they gave off. I guess at least you admitted to it. Everybody else does it too, but they pretend like they don't. Abercrombie was like, "Yeah, we're assholes." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I have a sliver more respect for you. <laughs> You're still a fucking asshole. Yep. They're like, "We're assholes," and we know it. Everybody yeah. else is like, "No, we're not." Yeah, we're not the problem. Literally, we have one piece back there. Can you believe like it's right back there. There's so only weird. one. There's only one. Yeah, go get in your corner. Go find whatever. But it, but we have it. It's here. Inclusivity. Somewhere. Yeah. Just <laughs> but no, in the back. We're so happy for you. <laughs> yes. We hate the mass market. <laughs> <laughs> and three summer dresses. That's so exciting. Like you have yeah, something to look you have forward options. to. Oh, I love it. It's going to be a good summer. Hell You're going to you. feel so good. Ah, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. That is the kind of stuff we love to hear. If it's just a little victory like that, please share it with us. We love that stuff too. We really do. Because <laughs> I, I feel like, yes, so much of this is advice so far, but like it really <laughs> brightens my day to know about the good things happening in people's lives too. Yeah. As much as I love advice, I love hearing about the wins. As Like Bree said, yeah, small, big, I like still, we want to know everything too. Right. We're your roommates. Because those are big things though. Yeah. In the grand scheme. Like they might, it might seem small to somebody else, but that's a huge win for her. Right. Because she doesn't find things like that that normally fit her. So, I mean, I'm so happy for you. And to all of our listeners, please share something similar. Yeah. We are your rent free roommates. So treat us as such. Come home to us. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you got when you went shopping. <laughs> Show us literally all your, your haul and tell us the little victories. And also, like, complain about all the assholes yes we literally celebrate each other for doing laundry yeah (laughs) and folding it all within one night i'm like i was so productive and the house literally claps for me (laughs) so fucking get on in here email us rentfreeroommates at gmail.com if you want to feel good about yourselves email us the bar is so low i'll celebrate you fucking tying your shoe it doesn't matter i'm happy you're here (laughs) but yes thank you for sharing Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. (laughs) What else did you do? (laughs) Yes, what I was drinking. Peach tea. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. (laughs) I was drinking an energy drink. Spoiler alert, everybody. I haven't given them up. I'm trying so hard. (laughs) I have a problem. I have a problem. (laughs) I think I'm on the road, though, because I'm admitting it. Mm -hmm. And that's step one. I was going to say, you have made progress. I have made progress. Yes. Baby steps. <laughs> They're ba- they've been baby steps, but like mm-hmm. uh, they're like at least. <sighs> One step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. I have Your heart s- will thank you. <laughs> my heart will thank me. But I, like my toxic trait is thinking that I counterbalance it because I do healthy things. <laughs> so I'm like, this will be fine in the long run. And my body's like, I just don't get don't know that that's how then my body's just like so i just don't see it that way and i'd really appreciate if you switched your mindset <laughs> and i'm just like but i ran you're like but i drink so much water and i ran today <laughs> and i eat a lot of veggies and my look body- at the things i do for you body <laughs> um this next one we have a roomie sharing some some pretty serious stuff it's a lot to process you have me so nervous it's but it's like it made me think a lot. Okay. And should I get like I a notepad and write discussion. down notes? Yeah, take notes. For real? Be a test. No. Okay. <laughs> Literally, the Virgo in me was like, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it though. Let's do this. <laughs> Let me just start off by saying I know I'm an asshole because of all of this. I know what I did is wrong and terrible. I'm not looking for support and for someone to tell me it's okay, just literally getting it off my chest. I, back in 2019, made the biggest mistake of my life. I was married, but decided to participate in an affair with a co-worker. I'll refer to him as T throughout. I know I'm the asshole to the utmost degree, but now it is all resurfacing. 
I was a shitty communicator with my husband, and I found it easier to talk to T, and it went from there. The affair lasted about five to six months. It ended just before T moved away, and we said we will leave it at that. It wasn't emotional, really. It was more of a, hey, I need to get what I want, and you can do that. And it was fun type thing. It ate away at me, and I ended up telling my husband in February of 2020. It was just as bad as I imagined. By that time, there was little communication between me and T. He'd moved away with his family, and we may have sent an occasional text every once a few weeks. When I confessed to my husband, I had texted T to tell him, hey, I'm coming clean. I can't keep this in any longer. Once that happened, my husband texted T and let him have it. T decided to come back with all the shit, saying everything he could to hurt my husband, then sent him a video. I was never aware that I was being recorded, and it was an extra punch to the gut. We eventually had to change phone numbers because he just would not leave us alone. For no deserving reason, my husband didn't leave me. I wouldn't have blamed him. I crushed him and left a permanent scar on our marriage. I will say, I am very lucky and grateful that he wanted to work on things. We've worked really fucking hard. It's not 100%, but I am working hard to show him his worth. Prove I regret what I did and that I will never do that again. I had always hoped that T had done the same. Since then, it's been radio silence. Up until August 2022, I received a random Facebook message that was explicit, asking if I, quote, remember XYZ and how good it was. Hmm. One, I thought T was blocked. Two, just why? I'm sure he was drunk or high, T had a lot of baggage. He'd lost his dad and his brother within a year and struggled a lot with himself. So, typically, in his spare time, he'd drink, smoke, and or gamble. We chose to ignore his message and just block him. Nothing else came from it. Fast forward to December 2022. And a former co-worker of both myself and T, she had no knowledge of the affair, sent me a text with a screenshot of a Facebook post, and it's T's wife. He's dead. (gasps) Well, it was a weird feeling, and I'm not even sure what happened. Fast forward again to this week. I receive a text. I knew it was coming. It's his wife. She just asks, did you have an affair with T? Be honest. I was not going to lie, but now it's like a flashback to 2020 all over again, answering all of the questions. Yes, I owe that to her, but it just sucks that I'm the one having to, and he's escaped it. I'm honestly shocked that he didn't come clean. I'd always hoped he had, but now I'm the one stuck having to answer the questions and explain things. I don't know what he was thinking. What he saw in me versus her, if he thought of her before he did things, etc. I feel terrible, and I know this has to be horrible for her. She's trying to mourn her loss, meanwhile finding out this man wasn't what she thought he was, and she has no way to find a true resolution since he's gone. Again, we all know I'm the shitty one here. I just need to put it out on paper. It's fucking shitty, it's messy, and it's weird. It's Holy shit. A lot to process. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, that's probably like a really crazy reaction. That was just a lot. Yeah. Like from start to finish. Yeah. It was never like just a casual stroll. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was like here's this crazy thing and then this crazy thing. I know. And then boom. Over two years. Yeah. That's a wild year to have. Yeah. And I have always had extremely, extremely strong feelings about cheating, even though I've never been cheated on. I'm very lucky. <laughs> I, I consider myself lucky. Uh, but And I don't know where they come from. So I have always had these very strong feelings. But I think, especially because I don't have any experience with that, 
it was always coming from a very black and white place where it, it, in my mind, it was always a very black and white matter where it was just this or that. Mm -hmm. And in recent years, I've learned that there is so much more to it and it doesn't, I, I don't, I still don't think it's excusable. I still see cheating as a very selfish act. It is a very spur of the moment, selfish thing where you're not considering. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like better communication could prevent any cheating. I think that's what, cause, cause I, I now feel like all cheating has some kind of underlying issue. Yeah. And she even admits it, it, she wasn't a good communicator. Yeah. Like, and I, I feel like that's where it all comes from because I don't think that anybody just one day wakes up and is like, I'm going to cheat on my spouse. I'm going to go fuck our marriage up. Mm -hmm. Like nobody just decides that maybe somebody does, but even then the underlying thing is clearly there was never any real love there. Right. But something like this, even with these two people, both being in marriages yeah. and having an affair together, potentially ruining their marriages or just definitely hurting the marriage mm -hmm. are still two very different situations. Yeah. Because the writer clearly has shown so much remorse mm -hmm. and work mm -hmm. and she, she admits and holds herself accountable and she feels terrible and is clearly still dealing with the repercussions mm -hmm. and is grateful to her husband for being willing to work through things, work with her and stay. And truly that's the only opinion in that situation. That's the only opinion that matters is her husband's. It is. Yeah. We don't really get a say so in that because it's not our relationship and we're not the ones that like have to deal with the aftermath of it. I will say that I do appreciate their accountability in this instance mm -hmm. because I, I mean, I feel pretty similar that I think I just feel like cheating. It's such a, like an interesting concept because I don't know. You're just like whether or not your partner is on your mind. It's mm -hmm. just like that is a human being. You could like you're potentially like you're allowing to be shattered yeah. by this infidelity here. But besides the point of like, I mean, and then in that you have to be prepared to deal with the consequences after that. Like that's just, right. it comes with the territory. Yeah. So I appreciate the fact that she's not running away from that. And I yeah. think that speaks volumes of who they are as a person. And that's when you can appreciate somebody's growth, like mm -hmm. not condoning their actions, but understanding that they don't have to be that same person. And I don't think that they are based on X, Y, and Z. T, on the other hand, yeah, you can't say the same for. And no. I don't want to, like, obviously we don't know the cause of death or anything, but they also sound like they were a really unhappy person. And misery loves company. Yeah. But unfortunately, it sounds a little bit like they ran from their problems as well, especially if they never told their wife. Whereas she really owned up to her shit. Mm-hmm. And was prepared for the consequences and didn't expect anything. And she just got really fortunate. And you can tell that she's grateful for that. Yeah. So. Because she didn't let it just come out. She is the one that admitted to it. She, she admitted came to clean. it. She admitted to the wife. She could have easily. And it's not fair to be the one that has to deal with the repercussions when, like, the other person was just as guilty as well. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, life isn't fair. It's not. Right. Like, yeah, it. but, you know. Well, and people might really disagree with this thinking, my thinking in this way, that it feels like karma. It is a little bit. And the extreme of T's karma versus the writer's karma, I think, shows the people that they are. She's This, this is pretty heavy karma that she has to deal with, that this guy died and now she has to answer to his wife. She doesn't have to. She doesn't. Um, but I, but she owes she her that has. much. Yeah. She owes her that much. But that is, that's her level of karma that yeah. like two years later, she's still having to deal with it. She's still having to answer to it. She's still working through things with her husband. Things have gotten better, but yeah, it's a, it's a long process and it's a lot of consequence to deal with because it was a lot of wrongdoing and she recognizes that mm -hmm. T I think this is karma for the cheating and many other things. Yeah. God forbid, I don't, we don't know how he passed. And 
a person losing their life is always tragic, but I do think that kind of like how we talk about how family needs to like earn that title and stuff like that. And just because their family doesn't mean that they're on this pedestal and they can do no wrong. Mm -hmm. There's way too much that when a person dies, especially suddenly or young, that everybody talks about them like they were a good person when in reality they might've been a shit person. Mm -hmm. And just because they're dead doesn't mean that we don't talk about those things. Yeah. And in my opinion, when I first read this, I was so angry and I think I think I really felt for the writer in this moment because I was like that like that does suck. You have to answer for something he was doing when that was his shit that he should have worked out. But also the fact that he had this basically revenge porn yeah on her. I can almost guarantee you she is not the only girl he was cheating with. He she's not the only girl that he had a secret video of. And he, the fact that he was like berating them, they had to change their phone number because he was so, he just wouldn't stop harassing them and that he's a drinker and like, yeah, like he has all of these other things. He was not a good person. No, I can, I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall, but I can tell you, doesn't sound like he was a good person. No, he was certainly winning no rewards. And he, yeah, he had a lot of demons he was dealing with. And sure. he had a lot of stuff that caused that. But that is does not make it right. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. That does not excuse it. Because, like, we are not responsible for the things that happened to us. But we are responsible for how we deal with the things that exactly. did. Exactly. And, yes, you can absolutely wallow in your own pity. But, like, that's the status of where your life's going to be at then. Or mm-hmm. you can accept it and try and move on from it in some way to have some form of a happy existence right and one did that one did not and like look how miserable they were I mean it's just so much energy to constantly be berating people and it's just like what satisfaction do you get out of this right like do you are you really that sad with your life Right. And it's such an invasion of privacy to your partners. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe you would do that. And then, like, to cause harm to somebody who you don't actually know, her par- her partner. We don't... Right. Act- it's never determined that they, the husband, knew this guy. So it's like, you don't even know this man and you want to hurt him. Why? Right. Like, that just says so much about you as a person that it's, like, it's really hard to have empathy for you. And, like, you are correct. Unfortunately, just because you passed does not mean who you are and what you've done in this world gets washed away and that's something that I think just like more people need to realize in general that like yeah it's like passing in general is really sad but that won't excuse the fact that they were a really shit person and now your wife has to pick up the pieces Mm -hmm. that's the world and memories you've left behind for her yeah because the the two of them having affair an affair and both of them cheating on their spouses that is a terrible thing that writer did to her husband all of the things that T was doing were a ter- were terrible things he was doing to his wife. Mm-hmm. This is not a vindictive thing of Ryder doing something to hurt his wife and vice versa until it was with T where he was literally doing things to hurt her husband. Um, but I also, the other thought that I had the first time I read this was I feel like I think it is a good thing for the writer to tell the wife as many things as like she really needs to know. Obviously, we don't have to go into a ton of detail or anything like that. But to answer some questions, because I have just this really strong feeling that she came to her knowing full well. She didn't come to her asking to be to to validate it. She knows that he was having affairs. I think deep down, I think even before way before he passed, she knew something was up. I think that there was a lot going on in that marriage with T and his wife that there was, she knew a lot of things. And I think this, she's probably reaching out to all of these women just to close the chapter and tie up some loose ends and validate all of the thoughts she was probably having and probably being gaslit in the relationship and feeling like she was crazy for even having these theories or thinking that these were possibilities Mm -hmm. and now for her own sake and her own mental health is probably reaching out to her women which good for you like that takes a lot of strength um and guts to reach out to all these women and just let them kind of give what they owe you know in a way because they did participate 
But I don't know. Obviously, I don't know any anybody in this situation, <laughs> and I don't know the actual people of this story, but I just, when I was reading it, had such this strong feeling of this woman is literally just tying up the loose ends and closing this chapter and moving on. And I, I'm sure she's mourning the loss of her husband, but I don't think she's mourning the relationship because I don't think there was much of a relationship there. Yeah, we can only hope that's the case. And I really do hope it is that. I hope <laughs> it would just be so devastating if she had no clue and was yeah. finding all of this out now. Yeah. Um, that would be the worst thing. But I find it really hard to believe, especially if the writer had already spoken about his drinking and smoking. Yeah. Sounds like maybe he was, he wasn't the best communicator either. So this probably wasn't no. new to his wife. So maybe you are correct in your thought. I just hope either way, and it sounds like the writer's already doing that. I, I'm proud of her. I, I agree with your thought of like, don't tell her more than she needs to know because there's no reason to like rub salt in a wound. Yeah. But I think if she asks you something, it's within her right to get complete honesty, mm-hmm. which it sounds like that's what the writer's doing. And, and yeah. I applaud her for that. I, I really don't think you can move forward in life until you do own up to your actions. And that's what she's doing. Yeah. Because that's a really hard thing to own. Like, oh, yeah. nobody wants to admit that they're a cheater. They committed infidelity. Because it, it's not a shining moment for you as a person. It really mm-hmm. shows this side of you that I don't think anybody expects them to be. Mm-hmm. But it says a lot about you for being able to admit that. And I feel like I used to, not that I condone cheating, but I feel like I used to look at it the same way in such a black and white, like, mm-hmm. you're a shit person. Like, there's absolutely nothing redeeming about you, da-da-da-da-da, how could you do that? Yeah. But unfortunately, life just isn't black and white, and it's it's a glass house thing for me now. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, I've other like done it either, but it, I feel like it just is a glass house in general, because 100%. there's so much to unpack. And I think the biggest takeaway is that if the the two people in those relationships want to continue to work it, that's their business. Yeah, 100%. and if growth is shown, then there's no reason to hold somebody's past above them. And I just hope that you know you don't run away from that and you just own right. what that was because that was the person you were in that moment, and you should own that. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that you are. And I hope that the wife can find some sort of, I don't know it's going to be a hard journey for her no matter what, especially if we think that like her husband is the person that we think he is. I feel like she's just Mm going to keep learning more, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so there's really no way. I just hope that the wife has like reaches out to people Mm -hmm. as needed and has a good support system because we don't know the circumstances of the death. We don't know what else she'll uncover if she knew about this. Hopefully, Right. It sounds terrible saying it, but, like, hopefully this, like, who he was, it wasn't an incredibly shocking thing for her. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully the wife has can find peace in knowing that life doesn't have to be on eggshells, because it sounds like that's a little bit what he was like. Mm-hmm. And not, you know, having not knowing him, I'm making that interpretation, but it, do, it doesn't sound like she was in the best communicative relationship either. So she yeah. does have that, and I guess just... I just think my advice to the wife, if I had any, is know that what he did and who he was as a person is not a reflection of you and or what you did or didn't do in the relationship. And those were his choices, his actions. And I hope she doesn't look at it as like what she could have done or didn't do. Yeah. I hope she just takes the reality for what it let him be the person that he was and kind of cope with that as you learn and understand that it's not you. This was who they were. Yeah, I think it's all learning. It's it's like an ex when you think when you like go back and think about exes and you're like, oh my god, how did I date that guy? It's it's that to the extreme in this situation where it's like, what was I thinking? How did I do that? Why that was a low point in my life. Yeah, and it's it's tough because it's one that you're gonna you're gonna deal with and have to work through for so long. Yeah. It's not a, a fast process, but I, I like me a couple of years ago would be absolutely like my jaw would be on the floor hearing me now talk the way that I am because I was just so black and white. Like I would, I would get heated. I, it would turn me off of shows. There were some shows when, what was it? Friends from college. There was a there's a character in there who's cheating on her husband and I there was absolutely nothing redeeming about that character to me. The that storyline completely ruined her for me and I was like 
I hate this. Mm-hmm. Like this is this might even ruin the show for me. This is irking me so much mm-hmm. and pissing me off so much that that Brie would be so <laughs> surprised to hear me talking this way. But just since then, it's only been, you know, a few years or so. I have learned, I think I used to think that every cheater was the same. Yeah. But it's not, the act of cheating may be all the same in a way. They might have different um, triggers and reasons for doing it. But it's all, it's always bad and selfish and not a good thing. But it also it depends on the person. Like we've said, comparing the writer to T completely different people and if t was still alive that marriage if he ever did come clean that marriage is one where that wife would have every reason to leave and never forgive him and because he's a probably a multiple offender and was not showing any signs of changing and any change he did should have been on his own so that it was no longer affecting her yeah whereas the writer Sounds like this is the first time she came clean. She has shown so much more attempts and work and just accountability. And so it's just such a, it's a completely different person in wanting to work on things and Mm -hmm. wanting and being, having so much remorse and feeling very sorry and really getting down on herself, which like that's, that's also her own thing to work through. Mm-hmm. you know it's it's like i think this in her in her situation it's like i think both therapy and couples therapy is yeah. probably a good thing definitely and you know there's a lot of selfish things you can do in a relationship like it, to destroy it and stuff but unfortunately yeah. some just have bigger consequences than others mm-hmm. and this is just one that's going to have a long lasting consequence because of the amount of people that it affects and just the what goes into it and what it does in the long term Mm -hmm. so i mean unfortunately like brie said this is a this is a little bit of a learning a continued learning experience on karma and really trying like showing your growth as a person and this and when it is hard just know that you're not that person anymore Mm-hmm. And this is a new version of you, but unfortunately, sometimes you do still have to speak for that old version of you. Yeah, it's not great. It doesn't feel good, but we can relish in the fact that that's not you anymore. But you know, sometimes you just still do have to speak for those actions. I'm so happy that you have grown, and I'm really proud of you. And I applaud your partner for being able to, because that's you know a strength, something for them to overcome as well. And I'm yeah. really happy that you two are in a much better place. It does sound like, and I hope that you two continue to grow, communicate, and I wish you the best. Yeah, yeah. To the writer's husband, I hope that you are giving yourself some grace and letting yourself work through any emotions as they come. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's a, it's a very big thing. You being willing to work on. Things, Because I do wonder, too, I think in, in scenarios of cheating, I, I'm never going to blame somebody and be like, you sent them to cheat. Like, it's your fault that they cheated. That is not it. It's an underlying issue that is the couple. So I wonder if with the husband, if he realized these things where it's maybe he's just like not, not putting all of the blame on the writer mm-hmm. that she cheated that yeah. she has admitted that she's a bad communicator maybe he was too maybe he kind of realized like you you didn't do it wasn't all the, the problems in our relationship wasn't all on you yeah so maybe that's it you know we do, we don't know but mm-hmm. they are doing what's best for them exactly and i think they're going to continue to do that but if this is something that two people can work through it's only making your relationship even stronger yeah. And it's it's impressive. It is. <laughs> I we really we wish the b- best to both of you guys and I really hope that you guys can work through this and I am like I said very impressed that you guys are working through it mm-hmm. because I don't know what I would do in this situation. I don't think anyone can say until they're in that situation. I agree. Yeah, it's really easy to be like, this is who you are. This is what you should do. But like until like that's what I'm saying is like cheating really isn't that black and white. We know X, Y and Z. And we're just fortunate that we got any information out of this. But I mean, 
my what I like about this story is that it's really not one where there is a right or a wrong answer or like any real advice to give I think this is one where we truly just need to listen yeah and this person just needs to vent because I think they're I, I think it would do them no good to tell them that like what they did was bad and stuff they know oh, that yeah you know what I mean right so I, I just my parting words are just like I guess just keep holding yourself accountable. I think it's going to show tremendous growth for you and allow you to really forgive yourself. But also at the same time, understand that like you aren't that person anymore and you're trying every day to be the better version. And so I I know it's really hard what's happening Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel good and it feels like you're speaking for him. But at the end of the day, you will leave this world with a clear conscious that you were authentic, you answered to your actions and Mm -hmm. you put your cards on the table and T does not get to say the same thing he He left this world creating a mess and creating chaos and hurting people you are trying to bridge that gap yeah and that's really important so I think when things get hard remember that it is going to be hard because like I said sometimes you have to speak for your old actions but the point is is you're trying to fix that yeah. And that's the person you are. And that's not the person T was. And just know that that's the fact. Look right. at the facts here. Yeah. Um. So with that. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> I think people who have been cheated on have a very, 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 very hard time seeing this perspective and seeing the perspective of anything I'm saying and yeah it is real fucking easy for me to have that perspective because I've never been in that situation but that is it is a huge thing like it 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 really just it does it hurts in a way few other things do It, it hurts almost as much as a death it does, but I think it would be important in this instance for her to let the wife know that it wasn't because of, like, a love thing. Yeah. That's what it never sounded like the affair was. It sounded like you were running from your personal life. And I know it doesn't help the situation, but I think it could maybe put them a little... I mean, I guess I don't know. It's easier said than done, but, like, maybe letting her know that the situation wasn't an intimate one would give her some peace of mind because I feel like as the one being cheated on it's really easy to be like what 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 in me was not good enough was I not was I this was I that why did they seek comfort in this person and not me right and I think that's where it goes into like I think the thing to do now is when it's asked upon you do what you can to help the wife know that this wasn't a reflection of her yeah yeah and also listen maybe when uh, i think probably when she's if she does reach out again i think i think it's owed to an extent yeah because i don't think you're responsible for his actions no i don't but i think when it is asked and when it's it's necessary to provide that info and when i think you can kind of if there's a way to help with a certain thing i think it would be beneficial to let her know that yeah i think it's gonna be closure for her yeah so and yeah it's to anybody who has been cheated on if everything that we're saying is absolutely pissing you off and you are just beside yourself and you can't believe that we're saying these things uh, just point your anger in the right direction realize that you are even if you hear this story and you are so mad at this writer Mm -hmm. realize that you're not mad at the writer you're mad at who cheated on you you're mad at who hurt you And you don't have to have the same opinions as us. No. Because Brie and I are pretty transparent about the fact, you know, we've never been cheated on. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily know what that feeling is. So we're certainly not trying to tell anybody that has been like how to feel. And this is how you should be feeling Mm because it's not that easy either. And it takes a really long time. But this is us like because we don't condone it. But this is us trying to. I guess help somebody who's trying to grow from a terrible situation. Yeah. Allow them that. Yeah. I feel like this is such a rare perspective of cheating. It is. To see somebody so so genuinely remorseful. Yeah. And so I think in those contexts, we need to hear that person out. Mm-hmm. And 
show them some empathy as well. Yeah, I think this story, I really was interested to talk about it because I feel like it's a good one to humanize cheating instead of vilify it. Yeah. It's so easily vilified and it's so easy to, as soon as you hear that somebody cheated, to just absolutely rip into them and hate them and just have all of these, all of the feelings, if you have been cheated on, come flooding out. And that's understandable. Yeah. But that's also, that's something that then it's like, okay, I still need, I still have some work to do. I still need to work past this. This is still really hurting me. But you're more than welcome to reach out to us as well. If you feel like we missed the mark on something and you'd like to discuss it further. I mean, I'm fully open to that conversation as well. Mm-hmm. A discussion. The, yeah. yeah. Or two ways. <laughs> exactly. Of course. You know, like to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not something super simple, but you know, again, this is our perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're here for. We're not really here to tell people when they're right or wrong. No. And because I mean, it's a very polarizing thing. <laughs> um, so I understand that for a lot of people, this might not be, um, this might be really frustrating to listen to. Yeah. But I do think that it's, that's what I liked so much about this story is that it's just, even for me. You're going to be conflicted listening to it. Yeah. No matter what. You should be. Yeah. Even for me, it was, I was very surprised with my reaction to it at first because it's so different than any other reaction I've ever had to cheating, even fictional cheating in a show. Yeah. (laughs) But I think something like this should spark a little controversy with that, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's not a great situation. Yeah. You can also empathize with somebody who's trying to learn from a really shitty situation, Mm -hmm. you know? I think this is probably the first time where I have seen, for once a cheater, always a cheater, is not right. Yeah. I I believe in my heart, and I will believe until proven wrong, that this writer is really working on it and oh, yeah. isn't, isn't going to make this mistake again. Because that's a hell of a that's a hell of a lesson to learn. It's <laughs> to have the other person die, and now you're literally having to. It's the universe to really telling you that like this is the risk you take when you make choices like this. Yeah, you don't get a say in how you have to like. These are still the consequences. Yes, you don't get a say in how you have to answer for these now, but you did it. So, and I think this is the universe being like, remember this. And I think she does. I think she does. I think she's I think she's got it. She said, hey guys, I understand. (laughs) We can mark this one good. (laughs) Check that off. I understand. Yeah. How many more times am I going to be answering for this? (laughs) Who knows? But good luck to you. Good luck to you. Keep the growth. Yeah. We wish you the best. Yeah, truly. I wish everybody in this story, obviously besides T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, obviously besides T. <laughs> I was like, do I mean that? But whatever. I'm going to stop talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, truly our hearts go out to both spouses, um, to the writer's spouse and to T's wife, we are very sorry to you guys um, and truly wish you the best. Um, I'm s- very sorry to T's wife uh, having to mourn and in more than one way. Yes. And um, truly wish you the best yeah. and hope that she's able to grow from this too. I do. I, and I hope she finds comfort moving forward. Yeah. And to anybody else that's going through anything just in general, or mm-hmm. has anything that they want to celebrate with us, uh, big or small, as you've heard in this episode, we'd mm-hmm. love to hear it all. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at remfreeroommates at gmail.com. And thank you so much to both writers for letting us talk about these, mm-hmm. sharing this with us, and letting us discuss it, and trusting us with these things. And we want to do that with you too. So Everybody. Join us on social media. We are Rent Free Roommates on instagram and facebook and rent free roomies on twitter and you know the email at this point (laughs) yeah come on guys Uh, (laughs) rate review subscribe that really helps us out i saw that we had a couple of ratings on um apple Podcasts, so thank you guys for that five star baby yeah (laughs) you love us Um, love us thank you so much we love you you like me you really really (laughs) like me
So uh, look forward to the next episode. Happy season two. I know you guys didn't even know it was coming. Now you know. If you don't know. (laughs) Now you know. Boom. (laughs) But thank you guys so much. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.